Today on The Breakdown, you're sitting at the tournament. It's not a cheap tournament. $5,000 just to enter. That's important money to you. You're not just made of cash. And, you know, you have the, I'm going to call, I'm going to say the unluckiness of, of a bad penny. Because you look over and who's at the table with you? Why, it's Jow Simmons. Jow <laughs> he's one of the second, <laughs> the second uh, best Brazilian player by, uh, by live earnings in the history of Brazil. And he's sitting at your table. No one knows how to pronounce that last name, though, so it's not my fault. Jao Simao. Yeah. Anyway, you know, you'd recognize him if you saw him. And you do see him because you're sitting at the table. And he is just a killer. <laughs> Anyway, uh, he's going to play a hand with uh, actually a guy who's pretty darn good himself and has some, uh, has some real results. They're going to play a hand that Grant and I, as we were watching, were sort of agog <laughs> with, with uh, reactions because some cool, some cool stuff happens in this hand, some interesting decisions. Actually, on every street, there's some really deep things we can talk about. And let me tell you, we're going to right here on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. It's really pretty easy. It's pretty easy. Simao. It rhymes with his first name. I just, I just so badly want to say Simenau every time, and I don't know why. So like, Jao Simao. You're right. Is there a famous? Is there a famous Simenau? Is that why? There's people named Simon. And probably famous ones. Given if you looked at and do sometimes people call them Simenau? Are there any famous Simons? Simon and Garfunkel. Paul Simon. That's that second. Well. Maybe. I don't... Okay. All right. Anyone else? Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Okay. There's two. That's enough for me. That's, we found it. There are two. There are famous Simons. Yeah. Jao Simao. Jao Simao. Jao Simao. Okay. Well, now maybe we could have done this before we started recording instead of after. But I liked that opening, by the way. Oh, I yeah. Liked that was how better for you. completely terrible it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love the terrible openings. The last one. <laughs> the last one that we recorded before this, uh, you, you really dressed me down after. Yeah, because it was too, it was too like, on the nose. It, it was, was too correct. It, it was, was like, too narrative. It had, it had a, sense, a semblance of, of organization. <laughs> I don't like that. I can see that. Yeah. I feel like you really come around on these openings over the years. Where yeah. in the old days, you'd be like, what the hell was that? And now you're like, yes. Well, and I'm sort of like that too, actually. I enjoy it when I. And I'm, I just burst I'm, out laughing. I'm embracing it. it. Yeah. Why not? Embrace, embrace the disaster. Embrace chaos or else you're destined to fall to it. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. That sounds like something a famous person said. It's just something Grant Dennison said. Are you not famous? I am slightly more famous than the average human. Yeah. So that's something. Probably significantly more famous than the average human. There's a lot of humans out there. Yeah, know? I guess. But, you know, you're nobody. Let's be I, I'm definitely. <laughs> I am nobody. That's... Yeah. That's, Anyone who gets clear. excited to meet you, like, I pity them. I mean, it's happened before, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Some dude in Arizona wanted to take our picture, remember? And I was like, this guy is fucked. <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> that is not true. No, I mean, no. people do want to take their pictures. No, us, please, but, uh, if you, if you see like us it. at the we World like Series it. when the world is back to normal, please come say hi. Yeah, we, we, we enjoy it. We yeah. always like it. I'm, I'm always happy to meet our fans. Grant, Grant admittedly does have kind of a bit of a... Oh, I hate the yeah, fans. He hates the fans, but he pretends. I actually like the fans, so feel free to be a fan. I despise you. 
if you're a fan of this show. If you aren't a fan of this show, I love you. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. The thing is, those people will never know because they're not listening to the show unless they hate listening to the show. Do you think people hate listening to this show? Besides, I can only think of one person I know I exactly know what you're thinking of, but we're not going to feed the trolls. No. <laughs> we're not going to say that name. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really hate listening. Anyway. Matt Berkey, of course. Yeah. And he's not, he's not hate listening. He only hate listens when he's on it. And we're. Actually, I wasn't talking about Matt Berkey. Before. Oh, who are you talking about? That guy who's been trolling us for like five years. Oh, Rex. So- somehow still listens. But <laughs> he's like always trolling us. Rex hate listens for sure. Yeah. Rex hate, Ray, Rex hate lives, though. I mean, yeah. I've looked at his Twitter. Twitter I mean, feed. it's a troll. It's the profile of a troll. That's yeah. what trolls do. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Speaking of trolls, not, not at all. This is a bad segue. Not speaking of trolls. Okay. Speaking of anything but trolls. Speaking of something unrelated to these things, I'm going to talk about the beginning of your opening and how it touched a nerve for me. Oh, please. Uh, and this is just another one of my hashtag Grant Dennison petty complaints about society. Great. Which is a new thing now. I'm, I'm here for it, yo. Kind of like normalized stuff like that where I get all upset. Mm. Are we human or are we dancer? Those types of things that upset me. It's one of those. Uh, at the beginning, you, you, you said, there you are. You're at the table. It's a $5,000 tournament. That's a lot of money for you, et cetera, et cetera. You <laughs> kept going on. Yeah. That is actually a commercial style that fucking pisses me off where the commercial uh, direct, directly addresses the, the viewer as if they know the viewer, mm-hmm. as if all of the viewer fall into the same swath like, you're a truck guy. You love <laughs> running over rabbits in your truck. Yeah. This is the perfect truck for you. Like, like you're a working mom. You, you put it all on the line every day for your kids, and you just can't find a minute to wash your hands. Well, guess what? These gloves are auto washers for your hands, and you should buy like I fucking hate that. I hate that style of commercial. I understand why they make it, but it, I despise it. That was my petty complaint of the day. I Any, mean, anything to add? Really, <laughs> I just I weep for for your generation. It's like, not my generation, man. Fuck, it's just man. me. Like man, oh man, the things you find to get annoyed by. That's I think I think that there's a swath of the listeners that understand what I'm talking about. I understand what you're talking about. I just think you're an absurd human. That's different. Well, to be clear, I I'm overstating how upsetting it is, and that's oh, so just, you're lying. That's what you're saying. You're lying. I mean, if you don't speak enthusiastically about something, where, where's the fun? You do this all the time. What name? One example. You are a, a legendary <laughs> contrarian. Any subject that you think like somebody's a little too far on one side, yeah. you don't have to believe at all what you're saying, <laughs> and you will go fucking hard the other you way. You don't understand. No, no, you don't get it. I do. I, I, for the time I'm saying it, I really entertain the other side. I'm like, maybe this could be so. You know, it's different. I'm not, I'm not lying like you are right now. Okay, so for the time... So it's basically like that. Like, it's not yeah. like I'm thinking about that commercial thing all the time. But for the time that I'm saying it, I am feeling a little bit passionate about right. how, how much I hate that. Yeah. Like, I understand that. Which I think is fair. Sure. I don't, no one likes to be told uh, wh- who they are and what they want and all that so directly, yeah. I don't think. Um, as, if, as if someone knows you when they don't. No one likes that. Yeah, it's just strange. Yeah. It's a strange commercial. I guess it works. They keep doing it. But I don't know. Commercials, I guess, maybe well, don't work. No. First of all, commercials don't work nearly as well as, yeah. Like, the, the advertising game is mostly about, like, well, we're the product. Also, the product is the companies that buy advertising. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone's the product there except the advertising companies, the ad agencies, and, and the I guess the, the networks and stuff like that. But... um I got so caught up in that, I forgot what I was going to say about the other thing. I was going somewhere. I had a whole thing to say. Okay, so the idea was that advertising is not as effective as, as right. even, oh, yeah, even yeah, those who buy the ad space believe it is. Right. So what I was going to say is the you are this type of person, or this is who you are, 
I think works pretty well because either they're right, and that's exactly the demographic they're only going for anyway. Yeah. So they don't mind if they offend anyone who's not in the demographic. I mean, you want more people to buy trucks than people who love running over rabbits in their truck. Yeah, but if you love running over rabbits in your truck... You're going to buy this truck. You have to buy this truck <laughs> yeah. now. I mean, that's powerful. Yeah. And if you love... If you don't love that, but you, but you might buy a truck, you're going to be like, you know what? Maybe I am that kind of a guy. Maybe, they, maybe this commercial sees deeper into me than I realized about myself, you know? Well, if you want to look deeper into yourself in poker, maybe play a poker hand against Zhao Samao because he's going to make it tough on you. It's going to make you think about shit. It's the world's greatest segue right there. Thanks. The best, best one I've ever seen. Is that true? Are you lying? Uh, uh, I don't know anymore, man. I can't keep track of my own... You tell enough lies, you know, I don't know what's real and what's false. Okay, what's the last lie you told before that? Before that? Yeah. What did I say just before that? <laughs> <laughs> Something about seeing deeper into yourself? Yeah, 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 that. Truck that, related? That thing, the thing with the trucks. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that was. That wasn't, it's hard for that to be a lie because it was more of an opinion. Yeah. Um, I was asked at a grocery store by the, um, the person, the cashier. Yeah. Uh, if I liked tomatoes and I panicked. You said what? I said... Uh, I like avocados. <laughs> you don't like avocados? No, I do like avocados. So that's not a lie then. Oh, right. It's hard to even... That's what I'm saying. I don't even know what's real and what isn't myself. No, I do like avocados. So that was true. That was true. I think I, think, I know what happened. You, you're embarrassed about this, but this is what happened. This is a lie you told the grocery store. <laughs> okay. They asked if you wanted your receipt. Yeah. And you said no because you wanted to look like a nice environmental guy. But mm. really, you love that fucking receipt. I mean, I want to know what the money looks like. You know, I need to see like, the money. Like, see, I need a, a piece of paper that tells me about the money. Oh, so that tells me what the money looks like, you know? Yeah, that's the <laughs> way normal people talk <laughs> about receipts. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I always take my receipt. I read it. Do you read your receipt after you buy stuff at the grocery store? I always look it over and make sure it's correct. No, I never do. Oh, I sometimes catch things, by the way, that are incorrect. And really? I go and I go and I make them give me my money back. I absolutely do. I'm that. sure you've saved a hundred or two two hundred dollars. Yeah, I think that's probably about right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then I throw it out because it's, you know, that paper is toxic. You should not touch that paper. I'm serious. You're serious? Like yeah. it's actually toxic? That paper is really bad for humans. They, that can't be true. They, really? wouldn't, they wouldn't let them keep doing that. I mean, are you kidding? Have you looked around? It would get, like, have you looked around the world? I, I, yeah, I mean, like cigarettes have warning labels on them. Alcohol has warning labels on it. Now. Right, but now is now. <laughs> <laughs> and the receipts don't have warning See, labels. that's just another lie that the man tells you. Now is now. Yeah. yeah. Now is now in is always. Way, in a way that is always a lie, but also always what true. What about a time is, an, is a long undulating snake, and we just happen to be experiencing this one moment. It doesn't mean this is the only moment that we are experiencing or can experience, Grant. New podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if we happen to be experiencing it. Aren't we experiencing it? Well, that's a great question for a 45-minute show. Uh, we'll do, do it later. Okay. Let's talk about Jao Samao. Yes, Jao Samao. Second all-time Brazilian money winner. Yes. Considered by many to be among the best tournament players in the world. Definitely better than Andre Akari. Oh, man, who's the number three guy? Yeah. And, man, we were slandering that dude before we started recording, weren't we? Yeah. I mean, he was a he deserves it. product of the <laughs> hyper-aggro age when the hyper-aggro guys actually got it through a lot. You know, He was the guy who was like, I will be more aggro than everybody else even. And it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. No card situation. Nothing matters. I'm just going to... No matter what your response... Whatever you do, my response is to be more aggressive. Yeah. The end. And actually, that kind of worked for him for a while. He's the third leading yeah. money winner in Brazil. So maybe his point is like, fuck you guys. <laughs> I did what worked then, and now I'm different. Yeah. But I, I don't really believe he's different. 
I don't. I haven't seen him for a while. I haven't either. He played on uh, Shark Tank. He made the final table of one oh. of the Shark Tank, uh, Shark Cage, I should say. Like I think part two, the second one. I think he made the final table. Of. Good for him. Yeah. But you know that that format also encourages you know like bluffing and stuff. So yes, it does. It's not good for a guy like that. I think because everyone knows not to fold. True. Anyway. Anyway. Hey, this hand was suggested by Marky Boy, Mark Testart. Mark Testart. Who you, who, another person who you just slander whenever we're not recording. Only because he's Australian. Is that the only reason? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just asking. I don't slander you, Mark. Don't worry. I, I think you're a wonderful man and I'm happy to Mark, have you as a suggester. Mark, when, next time, when we, next time you see me in Grants and Round, I'll tell you what he's saying. All right. Well, <laughs> truth is, he is a fan, which means I hate him. <laughs> That's just how it works. <laughs> yeah. No, that's different than slandering. Yeah, you you can hate someone and not not talk badly. If he wasn't a fan, I'd love him. Yeah. You can't love Mark because he loves us. Yeah. (laughs) That's how you operate. Yeah. I'm not like that, Mark. I love those that... I appreciate those that appreciate me, you know? Grant, not the same way. Contrarian. I do the opposite. You're a contrarian. (laughs) Costanzing. Now now you're the contrarian. See, you're being a contrarian by calling me a contrarian. Am I? No. Didn't think so. I tried, though. I tried... Worth trying that that shirt on to see if it fit. It didn't. You, you jumped into the sleeve of contrarianism. Did you realize how long it's been since I tried a shirt on? It's been a long time. Hmm. Pandemic and whatnot. I haven't been to a clothing store any. I've been wearing the same clothes for a while. I can tell. <laughs> the shirt you were currently wearing, I believe I had that in middle school in the nineties. I love this shirt. It's so <laughs> comfortable. But yeah, it's it's pretty old. Um I don't buy new clothes that often, even non-pandemic. Oh, neither do I. Neither <laughs> but do I. man, I mean, like, I haven't. I guess I got some clothes, in, you know, via the internet, you know, via like mail. Yeah, <laughs> but not too many. Because come on, don't we have enough? Socks. Don't we have enough? Got to buy socks in the mail. Who buys socks in person these days? I actually uh, sometimes buy socks in person because I like to touch them and see how how foamy they are. Foamy, foamy, yeah. <laughs> how springy and you know how thick they are and yeah. stuff. That's the only reason to buy socks in person. I mostly buy them over. The, you know, the wire. <laughs> <laughs> the wire, like using Morse code? No, like the TV show, The Wire with the cops. McNulty. Oh. oh, you actually look at the socks that the actors are wearing and you have a guy who can identify the socks. And I buy them that way over the wire. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah. Okay, Jousin Mao. <laughs> Jousin Mao, th- second best uh, Brazilian poker player by, According to Hendon by live earnings. Yeah. yeah, which is not a good metric, but whatever. It means something. He's good. We're uh, relatively deep in the party poker millions Germany, meaning first place is a million dollars or a million euros, perhaps. Uh, I think probably euros. Probably euros. Uh, So cool. Good for these guys. I don't know exactly how many players are left, but we're not at the final table. It's like deep, but not final table deep. Okay. Jao Samao is going to open the action here. He's got 44 million. I'm going to guess the blinds are 500K, 1 million, because he opens to 2.2 million. Okay. Plus one with Jack Tennis Bates. Sure. This guy named Andreas, who looks like an 80s movie villain. He's got 113 million, and he calls with Jack 10 of Diamonds in the cutoff. I'm he's, okay with that. Yeah. Then we got Giannis Leparis, who has 1.7 million in earnings, so he's no slouch, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that? Yep. Never heard of him, but he's, he's never got, heard of you either. He's got some wins. Probably not. He's got 43 million in front of him, so 43 bigs. He's got King Queen of Clubs on the button. He makes the call. Any issue with any of these players pre-flop plays so far? I don't think so. I'm fine with all of it. Okay, good. Me too? Yeah, it makes okay. me happy. Well, that's what we care about, you being happy. I'm glad that finally the collective desire is for me to be happy. Yep. That's what everybody should care about. That's always been the collective desire, Grant. You just couldn't see it. 
it's kind of like the friend that you like, like in a Julia Roberts movie where it's like, oh, it was Hugh Grant the whole time. Yeah. Sort of like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about Julia Roberts, but yeah. <laughs> Who, who's, who's the actress of your choice? A then? Catherine Heigl movie, obviously. Oh, okay. Of 27 course. Dresses. <laughs> Is that your favorite? I mean, it's hard to pick a favorite, but yeah. it's, it's up there. It's definitely up. The Ugly Truth, obviously another great oh, one with Jerry phenomenal. Butler. Jerry Butler. Classic misogyny versus <laughs> feminism tale. Come on. That's not, that's not entirely fair. One for the Money, another great Didn't classic. that get like the worst ratings of all time or something? No, 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 no. She was actually in the movie, though, that grossed the least amount of money that, that was actually went to theatrical release in history, in the history of movies. It's called like Zigazax Roads or something like that. And it grossed like, like $42. What? <laughs> Total. Yeah. Did they did it like did something happen in the movie that only one theater was willing to air it? Or I something think like that's that? part of it. Yeah, yeah. And then no what one happened? saw it. What and then, like three people saw it. Um, I don't know. It was horrible. I have no. I don't know anything about it. This is before she was a star. Ah. This is like before anyone had heard of her. I, so like before Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Okay. But still weird. Yeah. Like her and like her her sister saw it <laughs> basically, <laughs> and no one else saw it in the entire world in the theater. Well, she's made a lot of money since that failure. She has done very well. She also has currently the number one Netflix show. Really? Yeah. Firefly Lane. Good for her. Yeah. All right. Nine point one million in the pot. <laughs> right. Right. Joust Mao is Jack Ten of Spades. Uh, Andreas the villain is Jack Ten of Diamonds. He's not going to matter. Giannis Laparis has King Queen of Clubs. Mm. The flop. Is Queen of Diamonds, Eight of Spades, Three of Hearts. So gut shots for both the Jack Tens and backdoor flush trials for both the Jack Tens. Top pair, good kicker for Giannis Laparis with the King Queen of Clubs. Yeah. All right. This is one we can debate for a while, but we don't have to debate it for that long. But Joao Samao checks his Jack Ten of Spades. What do you think about that? Early position opener, he gets the gut shot with the backdoor, deep enough to make a move or two. Do you think he should be betting? I don't know, man. It's really close because this board is not particularly great for him versus his opponents, right? Like, I don't necessarily think he's got a big advantage on this board. Yeah. Um, There's two opponents, not one. So that's not great either. He only has a gutter. So that's a reason to bet, right? Um, He opened an early position. That's a reason to bet. Um, But we're, we're up against tighter, better ranges than like the big blind calling us, right? Yes. Which so... This board feels like they've got a lot of calls. So I could see deciding to just check and hope it checks through and like, you know, not wanting to do a whole thing here and like maybe see bet the turn sometimes. You know, you get to, by checking, we get to see what our opponents do. We don't have to put in a lot of money. I don't hate a bet, but I think I like a check more because there's three of us instead of two of us. What do you think? It's close. I think it's really close. I, I, I think the Socratic method would be to ask, what hands are you betting? Yeah. Um, I think we're betting some top pairs, specific ace queen, a bunch of ace queens. We're benching a, a, betting a bunch of king queens. We're betting. Are we betting our queen jacks? Because our opponents mostly don't have worse queens than queen jack. Right, they don't. I think we're probably betting our queen jacks because if we check, they're probably betting a better queen anyway. This way, we get to charge. Um, other types of equity. Not, not too much equity on this board. There's just 9, 10, jack, 10, jack, 9. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how much of that is there. That's true. There's not too many two overhands. Like ace, king is probably no. a three bet preflop. So it's really just an ace and maybe a king. If we have king, queen, it's just an ace. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about queen, jack, yeah. though. So it's aces and kings only. Um, and it would really be up against like king, jack, and like ace, 10 suited and stuff yeah. like that. 
I mean, so there's a little bit of value. You're right. There's not a huge amount of value in this. Uh, Queen Jack is a close one. Maybe that's why he checks because like there's very little value you can actually bet on this board mm. that makes sense. Yeah. So this is maybe it's just like yeah, he's checking a lot of hands here. Like you're some. betting your sets, your king, queen pluses and over pairs. Obviously checking some of those, but yes. Yeah. Like, like we're not going to only bet that, right? Of course. So we can protect our checking range. But yeah, we're going to bet our, we're definitely betting like a boy. If we have pocket eights, we're betting, right? Yeah. Like that seems like the best, the best possible hand we could be betting here that like consistently, like maybe all of our pocket eights we bet all the time. Yeah. Um, so if we have pocket threes, that's fine too, of course. Um, but pocket eights feels like the nuts and we don't block top pair. And yeah. it's, it's really nice. Um, I think we should definitely better over pairs. Like yeah, ace to get kings. called by queens. Yeah, and ace queen as well. Like it yeah. feels like we're ahead of everything, but pocket eights and pocket threes. Yeah. That's really good. And I guess king queen, sometimes we're losing to ace queen, but whatever. Yeah. So king queen, you can do that, can be maybe a mixed strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, check sometimes, bet sometimes. Yeah, we get called by queen jack. We get called by queen 10 suited. Uh, queen jack suited, queen 10 suited. That's yeah. it. But that's something. And that's, there's going to be two combos of those, but with two players, it's not impossible. I don't know. Do you think maybe that's just too few hands of value and that's why Joao checks the jack ton of spades here? Yeah, I do. Um, maybe he just fe- he feels like this hand has a little bit of equity and doesn't need to turn into like a complete So he'd rather bluff. bet five, six of spades than jack ten of spades because he wants to have something with zero equity? Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how often he's even betting a hand like that, but probably he's going to bet a little bit of... Some, I don't even know if that's true now that I say it. Like, is he just going to give up with five, six of spades? Maybe he feels like that's the one to, to, to fire away at with because, maybe. like you said, there's no equity. Well, future events would lead me to believe that maybe Joao doesn't really quit that easy. Yeah, I know. I know what's going to happen, too. By the way, five, six of spades is nice because, of course, it has two back doors. It does. Yeah. It does. Anyway, Joao does check. Fine. Andreas has the other Jack-10 with the backdoor flush draw with the Jack-10 of diamonds. He decides to bet. He, oh, he does. He yeah. decides to bet. Yeah, he bets 4.2 million. Yeah, okay. So I don't hate it. No, he's, he's, he can rep a queen. He's seen Joao check. It probably gives him a little bit of faith that you know, he has a chance to get this through. I would think we'd get it through a fair amount against Joao, Joao's range right now. Yeah, and we're more worried about Giannis, right? Yeah, but like we don't want to check call with this hand. No. Right? Also, if we bet and we, even if we just fold out Giannis and, we, and Joao calls once, we're going to have a lot of double barrels if we want. And we get to be in position, which is really sweet. You know, we get to buy the button here a lot, even if we don't get it all the way through mm-hmm. a lot of the time. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. So I don't mind it. Yeah. No, I think it's okay. Giannis has a pretty easy decision with his king, queen of clubs on the queen, eight, three rainbow board, right? Yeah. No, no back door for him, but whatever. It, you can't really raise and you can't fold. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't see any value in raising. There's no real obvious reason to. I mean, maybe the value is... It depends on Andreas. Like, does Andreas have much ace queen in his range? If he's often three betting ace queen, then maybe there is some value in raising here. Like, obviously sets have us beat, but Andreas may be heavy with weaker queens than us, and we get a lot of value that way. Okay, I got a little confused because you're talking about if Giannis should call or raise with yeah. king queen, right? And yeah. you're saying if Andreas has ace queen, we'd want to raise? No, I'm saying I'm wondering if, like, we have to know something about Andreas, oh, right? Okay. If he's going to three bet ace queen a lot, that means that he doesn't have much ace queen in his range, so we're not as worried about that as I a see. queen. I see. And he's he might have, might have queen ten suited and queen jack suited, and we actually maybe get to get max value by raising. If like, of course he has sets too, which I, is a problem. I question if we even really get max value against queen ten and queen jack though. Like as opposed to calling here because we're in position specifically. Yeah. Like we're going to be able to make sure like a bet goes in every street if we want to, 
and we don't have to commit to anything we don't really want to commit to. I, I think a call just makes more sense, even though I, I appreciate you walking down that. Yeah, path. I definitely think a call makes more sense. Yeah. That was one of those arguments I was making without ever believing in it. No, it's fine. It was, that's we're supposed to do that. Yeah, that's part of the that's part of the job. That's what nitrogen pays us for. That's what they pay us for. That's what I pay you for. You pay me. I pay everybody. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's right. You're all you're all fucking peasants. <laughs> you're the world's boss. <laughs> yeah. You pay everybody. Oh, I like that. That could be my new name. The world's boss. Cool. Yeah, that is cool. Anyway, Giannis does the normal thing in calls. Yeah. How about doing the not normal thing like draw some out? He's going to raise. Yeah. Let's discuss. He makes it 12.7 million. Okay. Jack tennis spades, queen eight three. He's repping extreme strength. Yeah. Right. I mean, can he have Kings plus or is it sets? I don't know if I really believe he can have Kings here. I think he's mostly just going to bet Kings, right? feels like a set more than a King. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Maybe he can have Kings, but either of his opponents can have a set of eights. The thing that's super cool about this play is that there are no obvious draws on the board, right? If yeah. it was like four five, eight with two spades, you could really be like, okay, this is just a way to try to generate more fold equity with ace queen of spades. Mm-hmm. But like, there are no front door draws on this board besides gut shots. Yep. So that makes it like, wow, that looks a lot like value. That's, yeah. that's kind of cool. It feels strong. But yeah, I wonder like maybe because maybe with 44 blinds, he's like, well, if I'm, I guess a set with Kings, so be it. Like this is the best way to maximize value with Kings naces. Like I'm getting it in any way. Yeah. a set like sooner or later. Like, yeah, like by if, the end were, of the hand. if I had 80 blinds, I would never do this. But with 44, it feels like the right play type yeah. of thing. If he can do it with aces or kings, then he can do it with ace queen too. I guess he could. Yeah, although there's just fewer hands that can call him then. He yes, blocks that's the right. Queen. That's true. Yeah, so maybe less likely to do it then. What do you think? Do you think he can do it with kings and aces, or just sets? Well, okay, I think he can do it with kings and aces here because he's relatively short. I think that's not insane. Um, I also think that the way this is lining up, where it goes bet call, it looks like. It doesn't feel like Giannis Lipperus, the guy with king-queen here on the button, is super strong that often. Like, yeah, okay, he could be slow playing a set. He has but, a queen a lot of the time. Yeah, he has, like, a queen. But he could also have, like, you know, a good eight. He could have ace-eight suited. He could have two nines. Can he, I mean, ace-eight suited is questionable when plus one opens with 44 blinds effective to, to call the button. Well, after. there's also the, um, the guy in the middle calls. Yeah. Andreas calls with 113 blinds. Yeah, but... Oh, we have 43, yeah. though. Yeah, it's close. You're right. Ace eight suited is pretty close. Eight nine suited, I feel like, is more likely than okay. ace eight suited. But he can have yeah. a few eights, I guess, yeah. is the point. He can have pocket nines for sure. He can probably have pocket tens, yeah. at least some of the time. Yeah. Um, he might just roll with that though, but yeah. flat, but but not always. Um, he can have hands that are worse than a queen, I guess, which which call here, but can't really, you know, just feel obligated to call once, basically, right? And a queen is obviously not in a happy spot when against this line. No way. And this doesn't feel... And you could also even say, like, does he have ace-queen? He's going to three-bet ace-queen at least some of the time, right? Yeah. Not always on the button with 43 blinds. You could, you could call. It, it, it feels pretty comfortable to call. I would mostly call, I yeah. think, against, like, the plus one open. But, you know. But a lot of people won't. A lot of people will auto three-bet ace-queen yeah. in that spot. So. So anyway, Andreas folds to Yao's raise. And well, yeah, he kind of has to. Yeah, he's got jacked in. I guess you have to call if you're Giannis. You have king-queen is one of the best hands you can have. I think we absolutely have to call. The problem is, as we just you know laid out, we're losing all the value, and maybe there's a lot of value. If yeah. there's aces and kings and maybe even ace-queen sometimes, and, of course, the sets, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. And the bluffs are just gut shots with back doors, I guess. 
Yeah, or some rando like you guys look weak, which seems unlikely. If Jasmine really is a good that. player, he's not going to just do this with Ace Four suited. Right. You know, people don't really do that anymore. Andre Carr used to do shit yes. like that. And look at him now. Like Justin Mao's bluffing range might be just Jack Ten suited with a back door. Like I don't know if he's opening nine ten suited plus one with forty three blinds. He's pro- he probably is. Okay, so maybe not Jack Nine though. Not Jack Nine suited. Right. So maybe it's just like six combos, like the back doors with the mm-hmm. and so then he's pretty balanced. It's yeah. tough to play against. Yeah. So yeah, I guess you have to call, but it does suck. Yeah. Our hand is just too good to like this quickly like we're just getting get exploited if we do that against good players mm-hmm. it sucks because you know you're losing all the value already but that's just poker man that's just poker and you know the feeling you get when you put those chips and you're like well i'm already losing all the value and there's probably barrels coming and i don't know what i'm gonna do poker like, is a lot of pain like a lot of moments of just pain <laughs> yeah. like like why am i doing this yeah but you know when you win it's fun it's great when you win it feels really good yeah Giannis does call sure. makes sense it also feels really good when you sign up for Nitrogen Sports using the link in the description. You guys thought I was going to forget, but I didn't. We're going to talk about Nitrogen Sports now because it's joyous. It's wonderful. It's Bitcoin only. They give you your money fast when you inevitably win money. No guarantees. But <laughs> there, there's a pretty good shot in our Poker Guys Monthly Tournament because of the crazy overlay. Yeah, and Nitrogen gave us this cool air horn to like help promote the, uh, the, the whole site now. And I'm going to... So we have that. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what? what now? No, that was really good. I was just absorbing how good it was. Yeah. And I love. Thank you, nitrogen, for this. And now I'm told when that, I when I absorb things, it looks like disdain. <laughs> well, I'm told that the air horn is not for everyone. That they only made one, and this is it. This is the one air horn. So we. So I can't promise it so for anyone else. So what's an NFT? It's effectively an NFT. Yeah. Um, it's pretty awesome. I love it. How how much environmental damage are you doing every time that you do that? Who cares? <laughs> That's a good point. You know what? That's did, a good point. Did you hear this thing? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> okay, because I can make the sound again. I heard it. So anyway, underneath the air horn is the tournament, right? The, yeah. This excellent tournament where they guarantee a thousand buy-ins and they cap the player pool at three hundred. There's thousands of dollars they throw in this thing. I know my voice cracked a little bit. It's been a while. <laughs> you, it has been. It's been like a solid year, but it's good to know there's a boy under there somewhere. <laughs> Everybody should have a boy inside. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, we're going to move along. Uh, so <laughs> this is the best ad ever or the worst? It's unclear. It's one of the middle. Will they make it into you know an ad for poker time or will they fire us? It's, you never know. That's, the, that's called balance, man. Yeah. Which... Uh, Make sure you use the link in the description when yeah. you sign up. You get access to that tournament. You also can, of course, sports bet. There's casino games. You get your money fast. Get on nitrogen. Get you some poker. You were yawning as you did it that time. <laughs> I know. I'm are you good bo- at it. Are you bored? I'm really it? good at it. Are you at bored it. of your air horn? No, I'm just a little yawny. Okay. The healing yawny massage, I think, is what it's called. <laughs> Now, some people get that, but most people don't. I That's don't. a Tantra joke. Oh, it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. There's not. a thing called the healing yoni massage, which is really just what it sounds like, where the partner we don't need to. massages <laughs> the other partner. We don't need to. Yoni. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, it's interesting. There's a guy named Giannis in this hand. Oh, yeah. Like close, close to that word. All right. So 38.7 million in the pot. Of course. Joustin Mao's got Jack Tennis Spades. Giannis Lapidus. What's his last name? Laparis. Paris. Has King Queen of Clubs on the 
Queen of Diamonds, Eight of Spades, Three of Hearts board. The turn is the Ten of Hearts. Kind of a weird card for Jow, right? Joao? Yes. It is a strange thing to make a pair because suddenly we have something. But we're never ahead, right? Like I think we're never ahead. Giannis is folding 8-9 suited if he had it initially. Yeah. There's no way he's flatting. Like He could either raise if he has like a some sort of weird hand that we somehow could be ahead of. Right now, he would have raised. Yeah. He, wouldn't, he couldn't call. He doesn't have an eight that he called with, I don't believe. No. Um, so, no, I think we're never ahead. So this, this just gives us potentially some outs, you know, some extra outs. Yeah. Which is nice. It is nice to have the extra outs. It also yeah. might be a small scare card, again, for some hands, like Queen 10 got there, but that doesn't really factor into Joao's range. It shouldn't most of the time. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a big... Like, he's not check-raising Queen 10. You wouldn't expect it. Like, kind of ever. If anything, it's better for... Um, for Giannis. Yeah. He can have Queen 10 suited. Yeah, but of as, the two of them. at least as Joao, we know we blocked that, so that helps. Yeah. It's less likely that, that uh, he improved. That might be the best thing about the card, is that it's less likely that our opponent improved to Queen 10, two pair. He's more likely to have a weaker Queen than Queen 10. Sure. So what do you do? Like, you have less than a pot remaining. You have 28 million, and there's 38 million in the pot. And this card came, and now your hand's all weird and medium. What do you, what do, you do? I think we have to pretend our hand is not weird and medium, first of all. That's, that's step one. We're out of position. So it's not like we can take the free card and see if we get there. Like, if we check, we have to assume there's going to be a bet a lot of the time. This guy just called a check race, right? Yeah. Like, he probably has something pretty good. Um, and a bet is going to knock us out. If, if we check and he bets, we're not going to be able to do anything but fold. Well, no, that's not true. I guess we could decide to call, but we know we're losing. We should fold. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't we have, have to fold. There's only one card to come. We don't have enough outs. And there's not enough. Uh, we're not deep enough yeah. to join that. Okay, so, so we're either check folding or we're betting. And if we bet, we're basically going for it. Yep. Those are our only two options. I think it's okay to pick either side that you want to pick, but I don't think there's any other in between. And like tr- tricking ourselves into thinking it's cool we made a pair so we can check because we made a pair is just a huge mistake. So there's two factors in deciding whether or not to go for it, I think. One is, am I accurately representing the value that I want to represent, which right. is probably ace-queen plus at this point? Yes. Um, I think the answer is yes, if we shove. Like, why wouldn't we? If we have the, two ten is not, the 10 is not a scary enough card for us to not, to shove, to not shove our good one pair hands, right? I, don't, I can't imagine. Like, queen-10 is the only thing that improved. Yeah. Right, so, so I think whatever. I think we probably are still going for it with, with those hands. Yep. Um, maybe, maybe not ace-queen as much as kings and aces mm-hmm. because we, you know, the blocking situation. The other question is, do we think our opponent will fold a queen? Like, mm-hmm. if he has king-queen or, or queen-jack, is he actually going to fold that? I mean, queen-jack picked up equity. Queen-jack picked up equity. King-queen's pretty darn good, and we have less than a pot left, and he knew that when he called the check race. So he may be going with this hand. So it's kind of a bifurcated situation where one part is like, yes, this is a good time to go for it because we would do this with our value. But no, maybe it's not a good time to go for it because this guy is not a slouch, and he might just be calling with... Queen Jack and King Queen, which is mostly what we're trying to get to fold, right? Yeah, at this point, I think that's exactly what we're trying to get to fold. Maybe so, once in a while, I can have Queen Nine suited, but it's the same. It's the same so idea. I guess that means we give up. The thing is, every time we shove with all this information that we're sharing now, like he knows a lot of these same things too. It looks really strong, and like it doesn't feel good to call with Queen Queen Jack here, right? Like no, it you could really talk yourself into like, well, geez, Queen Jack was kind of the bottom of my calling range. Maybe King Queen Ten suited. But there, you know, there are not too many combos of that left. Um, so, like, I don't have to call when he shoves now. Like, I get to drop the bottom of my range. So I can, I can fold that. And what am I doing with King-Queen? Well, King-Queen's also near the top of my range. I guess I have a few sets that I slow play. Yeah, you got to have a few sets here, if you're honest. And I have a little bit of Queen-10. Yeah. So those are all way better hands. 
The only worse hand, obviously, is Queen Jack suited. Yeah. King Queen is pretty close to the bottom of the range. Just saying, like, so, like, if we're, tra- if we're trying to fold out, if we're targeting these hands, we may successfully fold them out. It depends on who this player is. So, do you, so you, against unknown but right. pretty good player, you want to go for it? I think so, but man, it feels dumb when you go for it and they're just like, call, and they're like, roll their eyes, like, I, you're, I'm sure you're good, but I, I have my yeah. hands too good to fold, and they, tr- and they roll over King Queen like it's nothing. And you're like, no, you're good. And you yeah. feel like the dumbest fucking guy in the world. I think I agree with you. I think I like going for it despite my concerns that King Queen and Queen Jack are just going to side call anyway. Like maybe they're not, you know, because like, like really it looks like a strong value play. It does. Yeah, it really does. I think there's some hands that you're going to have to call that check raise with and then dump on the turn. And like Queen Jack is a clear one. And I think King Queen is at least a legit candidate depending on who you are. Yeah. So I think I like going for it too. We didn't have to do all this, but like once we decided to check raise the flop, we're going to have to go for it a lot in the turn if we get called, right? Yeah. Like we don't always have to, but we should a lot because of the stack to pot. Like if we were a lot deeper, we could give up more or maybe, we could take different kinds of shots. Maybe Joao got caught up in the weird medium strengthness of his hand and it like freaked him out. Maybe. I will say this too like Giannis has a similar stack to ours. You know, Very like similar. Where we can really threaten his whole life right here. He still has almost 30 blinds. We go all in. It's, it's all or nothing now. Yeah. And I could see him wanting to fold a lot of one pair of hands here. Maybe all of them. Yeah. So I think we should go for it. I mean, if I'm against Joao's line in a tournament where the money actually matters to me and I have one pair, I'm often folding unless I know a shit ton about the player. And I'm like, this is the guy right. I have to call. Right. And maybe Joao is the guy you have to call. And maybe Giannis knows that. Maybe Joao knows that Giannis knows that. Fair enough. Well, yeah. then you should. Then I think as soon as you're called on the flop, you're like, if I don't hit my gut shot, I'm done. Yeah. Like I'm only going, I'm only continuing with the nuts here. Um, so basically I'm just giving up. Yeah. Right. And then fair enough. You can decide that too. That That's an okay way to go based on the opponent. But yeah. like in a vacuum, I think we're supposed to go for it against a pretty good player. I agree. I agree. It goes check, check. Yeah. What do you think about Giannis checking back? I don't hate it at all. I agree. Um, like, what do we get from betting? We get almost nothing. We protect against jacks, which would never check raise the flop anyway, probably. We protect against jacks. Yeah. Um, there's just not much there. Yeah. Like, feels like we're either way ahead or way behind here. And, of course, we're giving a little bit of free equity. I guess we protect against Jack-10 and 9-10, which yeah. are the most obvious check raises that are not made hands on the flop. We assume if we bet we're falling out everything that's worse, though, right? Yeah. So that seems, like, not great. Yeah. With, with one card to come only and in position. And we can always bet the river. This way we can induce a bluff from... I mean, this, this also looks, by the way, like Jack-10 and 9-10 a lot. Like, they would play it this way. So now, I'm sure Jao Samao is good enough that he's going to play some of his better hands this way, too. You know, like, yeah. maybe he has a set of queens and can check this because he checked Jack-10 here sometimes. Yeah. Um, I don't want to lose the Jack-10 bluff spot, mm-hmm. basically. So I want to give him a chance to try and bluff me on the river since I think we accomplish so little by betting now. So I think I want to check. Okay. That makes sense. I agree. Okay. Ready for some cool shit? I love the cool shit. So we do cool shit on this podcast a lot. Yeah. I think this is a little more subtle, this cool shit that's going to happen, than mm-hmm. some of the, like, the flashy cool shit, but I like it. I like it a lot. So are you insulting the listeners when you say that? Like, they're not, they're not smart enough to get how cool this shit is? I'm always insulting the listeners. Yeah. So this is just the way you chose to insult them this time. Yes. Okay. I'm just checking it. You don't have to say that. That's just implicit in all of the things that I do. Right. I just wanted to make it explicit for the listeners because they're too dumb to understand what's going on right now. So you agree with me? <laughs> well, obviously I agree with oh, you. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I did that for the humor only. Mm-hmm. The truth comes out when 
Jonathan's been drinking for the first time in his life, and finally, <laughs> six beers in, he's, the truth is just coming the out. The listeners, man. Can you believe those fucking guys? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> finally coming out. Yeah. All right. So the river is the ace of clubs. Yeah. This is interesting. Obviously, an ace is going to be an interesting card in this situation, no matter what. Should Joao go for it now? Like, he kind of shut it down on the turn, hoping to improve. Didn't improve, but it's an ace. Like, does Giannis ever have an ace? I mean, he could have ace queen. He could have ace queen. That's it. I can't come up with any other ace he has. Let me ask you a second question. As, does Jao ever have an ace besides... Ace queen, maybe an ace ace. He might check those sometimes on the turn. A little bit. Yeah. Mostly he's betting those. You think? I'm not sure how this ace really impacts either player that much. It feels like it shouldn't hit either guy that much based on what they're repping. I guess Jao maybe could have had anything. Yeah. Could have just been going with air. Like you were saying, you didn't think he was capable. Or like maybe capable he does do work. that, but I, I, I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt especially it when they're this short. Like um, ace 10 of diamonds or something like yeah, okay. I mean, right. Two, two weird back... No, no, that isn't even a back door. Ace of hearts, maybe. Um, so he's got at least the back doors. No, the diamonds is a back door. There's a diamond. Queen oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, same idea. Um, feels like very unlikely, especially when they're this short yeah. for him to make that play. Just like super unlikely. It does. But if we think he's capable of that, this ace actually could be a little bit more relevant. Yeah. Like, oh, he, he made a play, he was giving up, and now the ace comes to now. It feels like he's got to... Gotta, go with it i get. i don't know man it feels like this ace just doesn't hit anybody really well Giannis like almost always has a queen at this point having checked back the turn mm-hmm. right so as joao we have this information right maybe Giannis sometimes it's getting tricky with a set good for him i think he's got a queen like the vast majority of the time i agree if he has a, if he has a set of eights it just feels like if he didn't if he didn't take an aggression aggressive action on the flop, he's gonna bet the turn. Mostly queen jack and king queen, maybe a little bit of ace queen. He might bet really, really, really small, specifically to keep the jack tens of the world alive. Yeah. You know, but he's gonna try and get some value out of those hands. So should we target those hands or is our story too bunk? I guess is another way to look at this. If we think ace queen is almost never part of Giannis's range, which I think is pretty reasonable. Yeah. I mean he can have it a little, but pretty reasonable. We can put his whole life on the line here. I kind of like that. You know what we're going to do instead as Joao, which what? is the cool thing that I was talking about. He doesn't go all in, even though they both have about 28 million and 38 million pot. He bets 14.3 million. Yeah. It's so fucking confident. It's, it's, it's like such a better play than, than moving in. Yeah. Because one, it's sa- every time he calls, he's probably calling almost the same percentage of the time of 14 million and 28 million yeah. in this spot. Cause it's such a devastating blow to call. Right. Right. If you're wrong. Uh, we save 14 million. We save 14 blinds. Yeah. 15 blinds. And, and it looks stronger. This too. might look stronger. It definitely looks stronger. I love this play. It's pretty cool. The sizing is pretty cool. Joao took a long time picking out a sizing, by the way. Mm. Uh, maybe, maybe that's why you take a long time. Cause you come up with this thing that the poker guys two years later are like, holy shit. I love that. Yeah, I really do. It is cool. So the story might not be ideal, but it really looks like he's aware that Giannis has a queen, mm-hmm. and he's telling Giannis, I know you have a queen, and I hope you call with a queen. I'm trying to make it so you can talk yourself into I'm going to price you into calling with your, with your king, queen, queen, yeah. jack hand. It's fucking beautiful. And, and, and the, yeah, the subtext of that is like, you can't actually do that, yeah. though, right? Because come on, you have 14 blinds left, and you have 30 right now. What are you, crazy? Just fold. It's an obvious fold, bro. That's the under. That's it's really cool. There's a lot of science in poker. This is fucking art. Oh, 
I like it. This reminds me a little bit of the hand with Mustafa Kanet, the first time we ever saw him mm. or did a breakdown with him, where he had the queens against, I think it was ace-queen. Yeah. And there was a four-bet. He four... No, the other guy, ace-queen four-bet him, I think, pre. He was flat out of the small blind, right? It was... It wasn't ace queen. It was um, queens against eight. queens against queen nine. Oh my god! That's it, queen nine. Yeah, because it was an ace high board and queens bet tiny and Mustafa called out of position with queen nine. Nothing yeah. going on. It went check check on the turn. Mustafa bet like a th- like a fifth of the pot on the river and the dude just folded queens. Yeah. And it's it feels a little bit like that. You know, it's like I'm just going to try and squeeze some value out of you here, buddy. So if you're Giannis and you're sitting there like, yeah. unless you know Joao's soul deeply, like how are you going to fucking call with King Queen? Like it feels so strong. The line is strong in itself. The turn check is weird within a strong line, but then he kind of re- recaptures the strength with the sizing on the river. It feels he, like the the sizing is strong. The story is confusing. Yeah, the story does not add up. What ace is he supposed to have here? Except the weirdly played ace queen and aces. He, Which he had to check raise flop on and then check turn on. Maybe he's not really concerned with the ace. He's he's more repping sets and saying like, like why I would he bet the turn because he feels like he can get it on the river anyway on most cards. And then the ace comes and he's thinking, well, now I can't get it as easily because the ace came, so I have to bet smaller. Hmm. Like if you had a set of eights, he's thinking, got to give this guy a chance. I mean, okay. We can talk ourselves in any story, yeah. right? Like, we can come up with it. We can always come up with a story. That feels like a little bit like that to yeah. me, what you just said, right? Like, we're like, sure, that's possible, but mostly he's going to bet his sets on the turn, right? Especially as a, another straightening card comes yeah, on the turn. And there's more, more scare cards can come. Mostly he's going to bet when we've got less than a pot left. You know what I could talk myself into against a high-level level player like Joao is like, there are hands that I haven't thought of yet that maybe he has in his range for mm. his check raising. Like, maybe he has ace-8 suited because he blocks middle set. And wow. that means that it's a lot less likely that his opponents have actual strong value. They might have a queen that might call once, but how is it going to call again, right? Like, and then that turns into value, but he bets small because it's like not that good of value and he wants to make sure a queen can still call. But then why didn't he bet the turn if he thought, this guy may have queen, but I, a queen, but I can blow you off it later? He why didn't, didn't he try and blow him off Any it? 10 jack or king, he's not betting because it could have made um, his opponent too. All bad. right, that's, that's, you know. I could talk myself into that yeah, yeah, yeah. if I were Giannis. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, look, when you're up against a really good player and the story doesn't make sense, that's usually a bad sign, not a good sign yeah. for you as the caller, right? Yeah. Like, usually that means they, like, fell backward into a monster. <laughs> yep. So maybe that's in play here, too, for Jow, where he's like, well, this doesn't make any sense, so and what maybe, level you want to go to on this, bud? Like, I know I said I don't expect that Jow would check-raise with kind of random no no hand stuff, but maybe he has ace king suited with the back doors as part of his check raising range. And I didn't think of that. And he's going for value now with that, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, it is also a really strange line for him to take if he had Jack 10, right? Yes. To check Jack 10 on the turn and now bet, I guess he just thinks he's losing and is like, just like we think is going on. Yeah. Like where he's like, well, I'm, he decides to give up on the turn, mm-hmm. but it goes check, check. We checked as Giannis to induce, and now he hits like the the perfect, the perfect bluffing card. I mean, it's not a perfect bluffing no. card actually, but like, but a, a reasonable bluffing card. You have to convince say. yourself stuff to make it a perfect bluffing yeah. card. Yeah. Oh man, it's weird because on some level I could say like, well, Giannis, the story doesn't add up, and what do we do when stories don't add up? We mostly don't fold, right? Yeah. Isn't that like what we're supposed to do? But he um, gave us such a good price. It's so ballsy. I like, know. Why didn't he go all in? Well, one reason is so that way he doesn't lose as much. Also, it looks strong. Yeah. But again, we could do we could play the level game forever and get the thing and come is, up with both sides of this. Th- maybe you have to think about it differently because he's uh, obviously an elite player. But w- most of the time, when people size it like this, it's like 
it's really hard to pull the trigger on sizing like this is a bluff. I've I've done it. I've yes, been there. It's hard. But in big spots, it's really hard to actually release those chips when I you know. know you could just bet more. And it's usually against the general population going to work better to bet more. It's yeah. fucking hard to pull the small sizing trigger on a bluff. I agree. As someone who's done it as well, like in kind of, I'm thinking of one particular spot in a World Series event where I triple barrel of like an under pair to the board. And the, and the river bet was like pretty small. It was like super callable you know, on purpose. And yeah. it was like, and I fucking sat there for minutes waiting for the guy to like make a decision. And I was, I talked myself to, okay, he's clearly calling. Like, this is just taking too long. And then he folded. And it was like, I don't even know. The if whole that time was, you're probably, I don't even know if that was good. <laughs> the whole time you're telling yourself, I'm a fucking idiot. I yeah. like, what if he's just doing the math and he's just going to do it by the math? Why right. didn't I just charge him more? God right. damn it. Yeah. It's like so easy just to blow him off. Yeah. Like most of his range here. And instead I went for like the, I'm cool play. Yeah. And, uh, and now I'm a dummy. But then it worked, and I felt great. And I, but I've been on the other side of it, too, where someone bets like a fifth of the pot, and I've got like, you know, pocket fives, and the board's all ugly. And I'm like, I like do the math. I'm like, I call. Like, yeah. well, show me what you got, man. And then they turn over a miss, and I like get to win the whole. So I've been, I've been the guy who doesn't fall for that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I, I, when they have it, I pay them off a lot. Yeah. So don't, I don't, I'm not trying. It's, it's brilliant. I'm not saying that. But yeah, no, I'm agreeing with you. It doesn't feel great when you make it so easy and you're like really counting on them to like land on a very particular level mm-hmm. in the elevator. I need you to land on level nine here, buddy, not 10 or eight. Yeah. I need you to land exactly on nine. Please do that now. Yeah. It's a lot. It is. I don't know. I don't know if it's, it's a very sexy bet and I can understand why it works. I don't not. I'm still not sure if it should have. Oh, yeah, it works, by the way. Oh, it works. Yeah, Giannis folds eventually. I understand him folding. I do, too. And I can, I'm imagining myself like deep in, in a World Series event with, with a competent player who maybe I know who it is, maybe I don't, but you can probably tell it's a good player, and they make this play against me, and I have king-queen. I can definitely imagine myself folding. Oh, yeah, me too. You know? Well, I, you know, coming back to like, well, we can make up any story that sort of fits. Like, I could backfill a story of like, he has a set of eights. He raised the flop. I called. We have less than a pot size bet left, and he doesn't want to lose me by shoving now yeah. on the turn. Like he thinks I'm going to fold one pair, and I probably am. Like I'm probably folding king queen yeah. if he shoves, or I'm going to consider it at least. So he checks. We both check, and now he's trying. But because the ace came, he feels like he can't shove. He's trying to get value, and he had a set of eights the whole time, you know. And that feels like not insane. Yeah. Ugh. Super cool sizing. I love really it. Really neat. And uh, in the end. Joao ends up getting, what, fourth in this tournament? That's correct. And Giannis gets ninth or something ninth like that? Ninth or tenth. So they both did pretty well. They both did all right. But, you know, had Giannis made this call, Things he would, would have won. He might have. First place, million dollars. I would have changed Victor Blom's life for the worse. Yep. Way worse. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it home.